0: Welcome to A Sex Worker's Guide to the Galaxy, where the answer to life, the universe, and everything is sex workers. I'm your host, Parker Westwood, and today I'm not bringing you an interview. Today, we're going to check in a little bit. Um I am moving. <laughs> And as the person who is hosting, editing, queuing, doing all the things for this podcast, um, I need I need to take a break during this time, and that is so hard for me to admit. Um, I'm going to be taking the rest of September off, um, and I will pick back up in October with some new episodes and, and some incredible interviews. So don't, don't just stop listening. Definitely come back. Um, I, it's really hard for me to admit when I need to take space. Um, there's this like very dominant culture, like capitalist, white supremacist, patriarchal narrative in my head. That's like, just put, just push forward like just keep going like don't be weak and like push through you can just make it through like da 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 like all this stuff and um it's the same sort of narrative that's like nothing I do is ever enough um so it stems from the same place and also this like desire for perfection um I guess nothing I do is ever enough is kind of just the desire for perfection um which doesn't exist. And also, like, imperfections are far more interesting. Way cooler. Wabi-sabi, y'all. Um, it's a thing that is really damaging and it keeps me separate from my peers because I don't, I, I don't readily ask for help. I don't, uh, want to get vulnerable enough to admit that I need a break or some time and just, just a minute. And so... I've been trying to undo these stories inside of myself to recognize when they're coming up and when I'm acting in them and to take a step back when I find myself acting in them um, and assess what is what is actually the better move for me. And in this case, I'm taking the month of September away from podcasting um, so I can focus on moving to a new state and... Starting a, a new chapter in my life. Um, a lot of things are changing. I'm still I'm still gonna be here as Parker Westwood still gonna show up to the podcast. Um, still a sex worker. Um, but the way I do those things and the way things fit into my life are shifting and changing, which is exciting because when when change happens, we get the opportunity to really look at everything. And, and see how much it means to us and, and change. I'll say another thing about this, like, capitalist, white supremacist, patriarchal narratives that are inside of us. We all have them. We're, we're raised in this structure, in this society, and so these things get ingrained in us whether we like it or not. They're there. Uh, and so undoing them is a challenge, because we have to be able to see them, and the only lenses we've been given are the same ones that like uphold those narratives. So it takes some vision correcting, and it takes uh, some real like introspective work, and it's where a lot of like anti-racist work starts. Um, because if you can't see when you're acting in these things, you're not able to act from like an anti-racist place you're acting from this place that has been um planted in you this capitalist white supremacist patriarchal place and i say you as in like the collective you which also includes me so like i'm not accusing anyone of anything i find that i used to be so judgmental um at the beginning of this journey of anyone who wanted to take a break. I was like, how could you take a break? There's so much work to be done. Like or I would be like, "Oh, you're you're just so privileged enough that you get to take a break. You have the resources to take a break." Which is so gross. Um and I say that here as a way of taking contrary action uh because these things do not want to be spoken. Like I feel super weird about talking about it with you all. But vulnerability is a way of exposing these things. for what they are and um, I find that this narrative comes from this like scarcity place inside of myself that I don't think there's enough to go around and I definitely don't think there's enough for me Uh, whether that be resources or time or love or whatever and for me to take contrary action um in, in that narrative of like not enoughness of scarcity. Um, I have to choose to believe in abundance and community and love and that there's enough for me and that I'm worthy of that. And to prove that I'm worthy, I get to say, I am going to take this space for myself. Um, and I encourage you all to do that. In whatever capacity you can. Like, even if it's just, like, I'm going to take 15 minutes at the end of my day to do a full-face routine while your kids are running around. Or even leave the party early. Uh, Do what you you have to do for yourself. I'm going to say, like, even if it's just 15 minutes of, like, sitting in the bathroom to get some peace and quiet and just breathing. Like, you don't even have to actually do anything. Just allow yourself to be for a moment um someone I I really love in my life said to me once and I've held it in in my being um that we are human beings not human doings so to take space for ourselves we don't have to do anything we just have to be and and I, I love that I also want to touch on this idea that like taking contrary action from those narratives that were placed in us that are capitalist and white supremacist and patriarchal and probably like homophobic as well let's not forget that um and transphobic all of these things that to take contrary action against those narratives is to choose to act in a different narrative one that is a new system that we are dreaming up that we believe in and in my case that like new system that we are building for me that includes abundance we have enough resources for everybody there's there is enough abundance and community like relying on our community um we can support one another we can be vulnerable with one another we can learn to trust one another again the structures that be make that really really hard and and getting vulnerable and learning how to trust other people is scary um but so worthwhile in building this world that we're trying to to build and love, which for me, like all of those things are it's a very anti-carceral world that I'm looking to build. So in taking these action steps, even if they're tiny itty bitty and feel super insignificant, um, we are taking steps toward building a future that we're dreaming up together. And Octavia Butler had this belief and the saying that like activism is science or science fiction is activism and activism is science fiction. Like we are actively dreaming up a new world that could be a new future. Um, so it is therefore science, fi- a work of science fiction, uh, which I just love that idea. I mean, not only because I'm a Star Trek fanatic, but like, I just love that activists are constantly dreaming up um, new worlds, and that we get to act in that. We get to we get to make our dreams come true, like one small action at a time, or one large action at a time, depending. It's beautiful, and Adrian Marie Brown um, writes writes about this often and um, creates works from there. There's a really great book called Octavia's Brood, which I'll throw in the show notes. I loved it. I have it on audiobook, and it is so great to listen to. Um, It makes me so happy to see some of the authors that are in there. The way that it came about was, like, asking activists um, to write science fiction. Even if they've never written before, they asked activists to write science fiction about, like, how they see the world. And, yeah, Octavia's Brood. Please, please, please read it. Enjoy it take it all in, let it become part of you. It's amazing. Okay. (laughs) I just went off on a wild tangent. Um, but I did, I didn't want to just leave y'all hanging this week. So I thought I'd, uh, spout some things off from my, my mouth for a while. (laughs) Um, there's also more Octavia Butler stuff around change. There's this this quote that I'm obsessed with and I have been for a while that um, everything you touch, you change. Everything you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. And that's that's an Octavia Butler quote and I think it's just so beautiful and it just reminds me that like, well, first of all, that change is going to happen no matter what, even at the smallest, smallest levels, but like we can't avoid change as much as I'm sure many of us would like to. And that in these moments of change, especially these moments of like large change, we are closer to the truth of life than, um, or God or higher power or whatever that you whatever you want to call it but like we're closer to the truth of life and our, our true essence in these moments of change because we get to see what truly makes us up at that moment and and like what is true about the world in that moment as everything shifts around us um as long as we can like remain grounded in the in the sometimes chaos of change i know for me right now um in this change, I'm going through a lot of emotions. Like I'm experiencing grief at leaving this city that I've lived in for nearly a decade. And, um, and like a lot of people that I love who I'm no longer going to have such easy access to and be able to see all the time. Um, I'm also experiencing joy at, uh, the, the chance for this like new adventure and uh, I'm in love and so that's exciting and (laughs) uh, all these like all these incredible things that I get to go do um, and that I'm currently in process of doing and I'm reminded that like grief and joy and excitement and nervousness and like all of these sometimes seemingly contrary emotions can all live together in the same being. This like idea of I contain multitudes, which I'm sure I've said here on the podcast like a million times. Um, That's really important to me because in change, like I keep seeking for a narrative to hold on to. And what I keep finding is that there are multiple narratives living it all at the same time. And that that's kind of, that that's okay. That that's how life works. And, um, that can be really confusing. (laughs) It can be so confusing, but if I can relax into that and just accept that there are contrary truths in this world sometimes and in me sometimes, um and just let that be and not try to make sense of it necessarily if if we're making things too simple turning things into black and white issues we are missing the point and we are leaving so many people behind um and i could go on an entire rant about how legislative narrative and like political di- dialogue has become so polarized that we're just leaving so many people behind and people are vehemently, um, stuck in their, in their position when we're just like not seeing all these people existing in the gray area We're oversimplifying, um, to make ourselves feel better. And that is not, that is not okay. Anyway, I could go on that tangent. <laughs> I think I just did in a very small way. So I'm just going to leave it there for you. Um... Let's take care of some podcasty stuff. Let's talk podcasts for a minute, huh? I'm going to take this moment just to say that this podcast is brought to you by you all, our lovely Patreon members, Um, and if you are not one but would would like to become a Patreon patron or member or whatever I shall call you, um, you can do that at patreon.com slash sexygalaxypod. This podcast is also brought to you by Companion Tax, a tax service for companions or people in the sex industry, and they do a fantastic job. They have done my taxes for the last couple years, and it has been dreamy, so check them out at CompanionTax.com. You can also support the podcast by leaving a review, giving us five stars, Um, any sort of, like, interacting with a review type thing on any platform is super helpful. It just helps to bring the, this podcast to more people's views, views, viewers, eyeballs, whatever. (laughs) My words are not working, but they're peepers, they're eyeballs, uh, to their attention. So, do that. That's great. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, keep listening. That's another way. That's another way. Tell your friends. uh, We don't need the internet. Word of mouth is great, um, but the internet's also wonderful. So just, yeah, tell your friends. Let them know. uh, Suggest it to people who you think might benefit Mm -hmm. from listening. And I'm super grateful for everyone who has left an incredible review. I love reading them. Some people are so kind. (laughs) Uh, And I really appreciate that yeah, if you want to keep up with the show and let us see what we're up to, um, we are on Twitter at Sexy Pod, and then I post podcast stuff on my, my Instagram at Parker.Westwood. So that's that. Um, so we've taken care of all that goodness. And I did want to share with y'all a little bit of, um, Since we're taking a break from interviewing people, I figured I'd fill a little bit of time letting you know some of the analytics. Currently, we are approaching, we are actually super duper close to uh, 23,000 downloads of all time, like from January to now. So 23,000 downloads. To me, that's a lot. I'm like, 23,000 people have, like, have, this This is, like, of all time, so it's not individual listeners. This is, like, counting multiple people. Wow, I can't speak today, apparently. It is counting one person listening multiple times. So, like, one IP address downloading multiple episodes. I'm really excited about that. What I love is that Captivate, Captivate's where I host this podcast, love them. If you're looking to host a podcast, Captivate has done, has been nothing but amazing and I love their analytics feature. Um, They're also not sponsoring this episode, I'm just praising them because I actually like them. Um, I know, maybe I should get paid before I start praising people, but here we are. I really love their analytics feature, and they give you this super cool <laughs> uh, world map to see who's listening and like what country, and you can kind of zoom in and like go into different regions and see what different regions of what country is listening to you, and it's really fascinating. Um, obviously, I, I guess, I don't know if this would be obvious, but I just assumed it would be true, that mostly this podcast is listened to in the United States. But Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, India, Germany, Norway, Hong Kong, like, those are all on that first page, um, and it's super cool to see, like, in New Zealand, I've got 18 downloads, this is just in the last 28 days, by the way, these download numbers, um, there's Spain, Peru, Mexico, Netherlands, Poland, Sweden, Finland, Lithuania, Russia, South Africa, shout out to all of you. Like there's there's more. We got Chile, France, Switzerland, Egypt, Greece. Like I am Brazil. Oh my god, I've always wanted to go to Brazil. Take me there, please. Every time I look at this, Estonia, Guatemala, um Chechia, I like I'm just like uh, I can't even tell you. Like my heart is so happy to know that there's people listening all over the place um and you know they could be bouncing their ip address but like I don't even care it makes me really happy (laughs) so I'll take it if you want to write in or if you want to talk at some point if you're a sex worker and you think you've got like a good story to be interviewed for the show and you just want to reach out or you just want to reach out to say hi because that's cool Go for it. You can email me uh, at sexygalaxypod at gmail.com and I will do my best to reply in a timely manner. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you, and any ideas for the podcast are welcome, especially if you'd like to be interviewed. And uh, so, yeah. As as far as the analytics go, I'm just, that's my favorite part. I like looking at the map. I'm a map person. The rest of these analytics are very informative, but I I won't bore you with them. Um, I will just let you know that this podcast is doing better than I expected it to, and I love it, Um, and I love sharing sex worker stories with you all. Also, exciting news, there is a podcast page on my website now. So you can go there. It gives a little history um, about how the podcast came about, why I started it. Um, And it has the playlist there so you can listen to a Spotify playlist or find it on Apple. There's a bunch of links. So that's really exciting. I'm glad I finally got that up. There is no merch page yet or like a place to buy merch. Um, There will be merch. I found somebody who's going to make us some t-shirts and I'm super excited about it. They are a very good friend of mine. I'm going to be selling that probably on an Etsy store for the moment until I find a way to do some sort of, like, payment situation on my website, um, which, as every sex worker knows right now, especially after the OnlyFans fiasco, that that's a pain in the ass. So I'm likely just going to be selling stuff on Etsy for a while. But we'll see. uh. <laughs> Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, there's plenty of resources about what happened with OnlyFans and why having a payment processor on your website and hosting your own content is difficult. Um, so there's that. Anyway, I'm just caffeinated and rambling and, uh, I just didn't want to leave y'all hanging for the month of September and thought we could just have a moment. I'm really proud of this podcast. I'm really proud uh, of everyone who's been on the show. They're all doing such great things. I am proud of you. I don't even really know you that well, but we made you made it. If you're listening to this, you made it, and you made it to this point, and we're just going forth in this wild world trying to live a life... <laughs> Just trying to survive capitalism and uh, if we can do that while experiencing joy, then I think we're doing something right. Um, mm, I just... I kind of want to end it there. I don't know. Okay, fine. Space fact. Space fact. Um, okay. Coffee may make you jittery and, like, overly productive or overly energetic to the point of incapacitation here on Earth. But while you're out on, in the galaxy it also makes you impalatable to some of the species that prey on human beings. So drink up, buttercup. Nanny nanny, motherfuckers.